Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. So today we're going to be viewing the final installment of the Star Wars original trilogy, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Uh, this is the third and last installment, as I just said. Um, other than Empire, I could arguably say this is the second most well-known Star Wars film, and for good reason. Um, it's one of the most iconic <laughs> uh, movies of all time in cinema. It has some of the most memorable lines, uh, scenes, especially between Luke and Vader, and Luke having a green lightsaber and it being different. Um, and a lot of people know what the Ewoks are. So, yeah, even if they haven't seen the movie, they know what, I, what the Ewoks look like. Although, this is up for the most popular Star Wars film, but it is the weakest of the trilogy, uh, the original, in my, in my opinion. Um... There are a few reasons why I say that, but if a great movie is your worst film, then you have definitely been making a grandiose and revolutionary story. Film, my favorite routine, and Han Solo. Han Solo just has some, I don't know, it's like, I will say he's great in every film, and he is one of my top performances in all the original films, but this one just, I don't know, just his quips and his dialogue and the way he, like, interacts with the other characters and the cast... Just this one happens to be my favorite, I guess, performance of the three. And of course, Emperor Palpatine, one of the most iconic cinematic villains of all time, alongside Darth Vader and the Joker. It is a great character. Now, the reason why Palpatine is a great villain is because without this character, the redemption and the return of Anakin Skywalker wouldn't work. Due to the fact that in the previous two films, Darth Vader was the most evil man in the galaxy, it'd be hard for, I, I would guess, say, general audiences to, I guess, feel as though he earns a redemption. But because of how evil and how sinister Emperor Palpatine is over Vader, and it's who led Vader down the path of the dark side, it fear, feels more well-earned in Vader's final... Uh, part of this original trilogy. Um, yeah, it's, it's who Vader has to overcome. He has to defeat the greatest evil in the galaxy for him to earn a redemption. This film has the best action of the trilogy, almost entirely due to the final battle between Luke and Vader and the Rebel force, uh, Forces versus the Empire. Um, it's now my favorite lightsaber duel of the entire Star Wars saga, but it's up there, and it has. And most of the original trilogy lightsaber duels are more story-driven. They're not really there to be these like super action-packed duels. I will say though, this one is very entertaining uh, more than the other two. Although I will say, Empires is also entertaining, but this one's the best. Um, Luke is now a full-trained Jedi. He know he has his own lightsaber. He knows how to use it, and they get to they fight over some. It looks like a larger area, but it isn't from the previous film. They just use more of the space. They use more acrobatics. There, you can tell that there's more of like a toe to toe type concept in this one, other than the previous fight being so one sided. So I liked this one more. It has more of a weight, being that is the conclusion of the story. Um, and the Rebel Forces versus the Empire. I love giant, cool space battles. This one is one, the 
the second Death Star battle over the moon of Forest Moon of Endor is one of my favorites in any science fiction movie. It's really badass. I love the way that they use 3D space and the, the way the models look. And the Death Star looks really cool because it's not fully completed, but you could tell it's bigger and it's more intimidating than the previous Death Star. And I, I just love the way they use space. And of course, you know, I like when things go boom. So, uh, yeah, that's another reason why I really like this. Luke the Jedi Knight. Luke has completed his hero's journey with this film. Um, I love his costume in this film. And so part of it is because it's all in black. I love... So black always looks good. Black is best, and it always looks makes characters look badass. When the why? Because everyone likes black. Plus, when I was a young duckling, Luke's lightsaber was my favorite. Green wasn't my all-time favorite color when I was a kid. It was oddly orange, which I feel like is a weird one for most people. But green was my favorite lightsaber color. Even though I liked Vader and like the bad guys more when I was a kid. But green, I wanted a green lightsaber. I had all of the lightsaber toys when I was a kid, but it was like all blue and red. And for the longest time, they were like, what do you want for your birthday or Christmas or whatever it was involving gift giving? I was like, I want a green lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, I, it is entirely due to Luke in this film. I love the green lightsaber because of what I think about when I look back at Luke. And yeah, that's um, Luke is the perfect hero in this story. So a lot of this film, especially with Luke, is more about Luke's, I guess you would say, draw to the dark side and draw to the light. Whether he can fully commit to the way of the Jedi or will he fall to the dark side. So in the previous film, Empire Strikes Back, he kind of has a very rough go with things. Uh, things do not go well for him. In fact, he gets his hand chopped off. He finds out that one of the most evil men in the galaxy is his father. And his best friend was taken by a bounty hunter and put in carbonite. So things are not good for him. So the next time you see Luke, he's all in black garb like Vader, his father. And he's very mysterious, and he, he kind of speaks somewhat in riddles a little bit. He never tells people his full thoughts, and not until the final scene of the movie. So this whole time, and he, he fights and defeats Vader, like I had previously said. And he actually defeats Vader in anger. He chops off his hand um, and goes to do a finishing strike on him, but stops and pauses until the Emperor you know, walks over and then goes like, Good, good, kill him now do it and Luke stops and he says no I'm a Jedi like my father before me and throws his lightsaber away and then obviously the Emperor he's like hmm I don't really fucking like that and lights him up with force lightning which is one of the coolest powers they never use that this is the first film that they use force lightning and I remember as a kid going like holy shit you can make lightning and yeah it's still cool as shit anytime I watch that scene I'm like damn I wish I had Force Lightning. <laughs> but anyway, so during that scene, after he tells uh, the Emperor that he is a Jedi, his collar comes undone. So the outside is all black, but on the inside of his collar, of his tunic, it's white to show, visually show that he was always a Jedi or on the light side all along, no matter how much he appeared to not be.
And I just really thought that was really cool. I like I like visual stuff. I like show not tell. Um, I prefer that. Which I will say in that same scene, I don't like how they added Vader saying no now when he basically. So I will spoiler alert. Vader throws the Emperor down um, a reactor shaft. But before he was watching him kill, uh, he was watching the Emperor torture and try to kill Luke. And then you see him, you, you can tell that there's an internal dialogue there of like, hey man, you know what? Fuck this shit. And he just picks up the Emperor and throws him down the shaft after seeing his son about to be either turned to the dark side like him or killed. Um, but now he says no, as if like you didn't understand that he, you know, wasn't on board for it. And I kind of wish they just they got rid of that, uh, like how even when I was a kid. Uh, the Ewoks and Tatooine. So, I I'm going to start with I'm going to talk about the Ewoks first. I ironically like the Ewoks. Now, in terms of the tone of the film, I don't think they work that well. I understand. So, obviously, the Ewoks in the film are for kids. It's very much for kids. Those characters were not made to be as satisfying for adults. It's to keep kids entertained because, I mean, they're cute. They probably look like little Care Bears, except they're secretly super violent. Um, (laughs) Evil Care Bears. But... um, I understand. I actually do kind of like the concept of the Ewoks. Um, I think it's funny. Um, one of my favorite uh, game modes in the new Star Wars Battlefront is Ewok Hunt and your little stormtrooper trying out from the Ewoks. So I don't hate them. I liked them as a kid, and I, I ironically like them now. And I do legitimately like the concept of the Ewoks. They just don't really gel well with the story. Um, and that's probably having to do with that the original idea and story for that part was that they were actually going to go to Kashyyyk, the Wookiee homeworld, and it was going to be like a bunch of Chewbacca's, if you don't know what a Wookiee is, fighting the Empire and not little teddy bears. But due to budget, um, they, they went with teddy bears. Uh, <laughs> now, I don't hate it. I don't think it necessarily, like, obviously it doesn't ruin the film. I just said that it's still a great film. But... It just it doesn't gel as well as I'd like it to. Um, and now I'm going to talk about Tatooine. Uh, they should have removed they they should remove Jedi rocks. There's that there's an added scene that Lucas added with a special edition in Jabba's palace where the his band does this whole little band scene. Although I do kind of like what uh, you find out what happened to his previous like slave uh, like dance dance slave. I'm just going to say dance slave because I'm hoping it's not. It's not a sexual thing. I always thought that was weird as a kid. I was like, does he have sex with these these slaves? That's really gross and weird. And it's really weird for Star Wars. And depending on well, like kind of what you decide his canon is, how it works, it's more if he just likes pretty things, not so much like sexual desire. So, so yeah, I I do kind of like that part where you see what happened to her. She gets eaten by the Rancor, and it kind of builds some more foreshadowing. Of like what's down there, you don't see it. You just see her. You see her being petrified. And you hear the, uh, the some sort of scream slash howl from. But yeah, I really hate the part where they do that Jedi Rock song. I didn't like it as a kid, 
I don't like, I really don't like it as an adult. And I want them to take that scene out and put the scene, the deleted scene where Luke's constructing his lightsaber uh, while commuting with his father. And it just shows his completion of uh, his Jedi training. Uh, Yoda dies, unfortunately, in this film as well. And yeah, Luke tells him, well, Yoda tells him that he's completed his training. And I just think that would have worked well with those scenes instead of the stupid ass Jedi rocks. Who is that scene for? It's not for kids. I hated it as a kid, and I hate it as an adult. Who thought? I, I don't like it. I want a gun. Uh, although, I do like Tatooine in general. If you remove that one little part, stupid ass Jedi rock scene, I think people would look more kindly upon, upon the opening of this film more. It's part of the reason why this film is usually considered the weakest of the three is because of the Tatooine part. Um, and a little bit of the Ewoks, but I, they're passable compared to some of the... It's I much prefer Ewoks over Jedi Rocks. I, I'm really going to say it. I hate Jedi Rocks, obviously. But um, So, I understand and like that they go back to Tatooine. It's actually the first film where they go back to a previous planet, um, having been to Tatooine in the first film, uh, New Hope, or Star Wars, if you want to call it. He so Luke. This part of the movie centers much more on Luke, uh, due to the fact that last time Luke was here, he was a simple farm boy that didn't really know anything outside of his moisture farm. This movie is what shows Luke's growth in the environment of which he started, and I think that's a really cool and interesting way to show growth in a character before. He couldn't. He didn't even know how to manage around Mos Eisley, and now he's able to take on one of the biggest crime bosses in the galaxy with no no problem being able to outsmart him, trick him, and beat him. Um, I lo- I love the Jabba's concept. He's like this slime ball is a worm. I think that's a really funny and interesting top uh, way to make a character. Also, it's very on the nose. Um, something I will say, which is a lot of people's complaint uh, as well. Boba Fett's... Well, he's not dead now. Well, he's, he's back in the Mandalorian. Spoilers. Uh, Boba Fett comes back in the Mandalorian. But at the time, we have to do context of when this film was released. Not where it is today. In terms of stuff like that. Um, or I should say this. Boba was really cool. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, who the fuck is this cool motherfucker? In the helmet, and the cool-ass armor. He's got a jetpack. He's got a big rifle. What's not to like? And I remember as a kid, he just kind of gets accidentally killed by a blind Han Solo. He makes this hilarious scream, and he falls down and gets eaten by the Sarlacc pit. This guy was supposed to be, like, intimidating and evil, or, he doesn't say he's evil, but he works with Vader in the previous film, so it's in his head that he's evil, he works with the Empire, and now he's working with Jabba, and they kind of just make him a joke in this movie, which sucks, because Bulba's one of my favorite characters. So it is a little bit of a, a negative for me, in terms of how they treat this character that they set up to be wicked badass, 
in the previous film. But overall, Tatooine is a positive because it it's supposed to build and show you the growth in Luke and not just to find a way to start the, the film. Although, obviously, they save Han Solo from the Carbonite, blah, 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 blah. Lando comes back in the same, uh, the same part of the movie. Um, I love Lando in this film. I like how he uses the Millennium Falcon because uh, he was the original pilot of it. But yeah, that's that's what I like about that. Uh, and I would I, I'll stick by that. That Tatooine makes sense for this film. John Williams, of course, composes another great score. I would say it's on the same level as New Hope score in terms of where it lands for me compared to the other films. I'd say that between. The original trilogy, the best score is Empire. I'd probably give the edge to Return of the Jedi, although the Force theme in New Hope is great, but I love the, the score in the conclusion, the final battle, and like em- the Emperor's theme. It just slightly takes the edge for me. This is the second best score of the original trilogy, and I, I listen to it quite often, just like every other Star Wars film. So I'm going to give this movie a rating of 8 out of 10. It's a great film. It's not as great or perfect to me as the previous two films, but still a great film. They still landed, they they stuck the landing, okay? It's a great conclusion, and I would have been fine if I knew how the new sequels were going to go if it just ended here. If you watch 1 through 6... It feels like a complete story, okay? And that's how I know this this ending still works and it's still great from even today. You can if you like 789, I'm not going to I'm not going to give my rating or my judgments on the movies yet, but you could probably take kind of hint from my tone how I kind of feel about the new movies. If you like them, go ahead and like them. I don't care. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to call you stupid. I'm not going to harass you if you if you like or don't like those movies. But I still say that this movie could still work as a great ending, even if they didn't continue. That was my whole point. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really love reviewing Star Wars films. It is a huge part of my childhood, and I love talking about Star Wars. I can ramble on about anything about Star Wars for hours and hours, but I don't want to bore you for that long. (laughs) So, hope you enjoyed, and you tell the motherfucker I appreciate it.